Hold on, let me stop masticating for a second. What are you doing? <laughs> <clears throat> Go. Yep. Welcome to the Lost Map Podcast. Martha Fionn with What They Said About You, which is from the album The Ringer, out now on Lost Map Records. I can say that with some authority because you're listening to the Lost Map Podcast. It's official. It's the Lost Map Podcast. And I am your host, Pictish Trail. And this is I am your co-host. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Laura Doherty. Hi, Johnny. How are you doing? Doing very well. Yes, it's nice. Refreshing. Loving like summer. A- Am I loving summer? I'm sort of, I'm already a little bit over (laughs) summer, to be honest. I've been looking at my calendar over the next few months. It's sort of nuts. What happens is you tend to sort of schedule things to happen over the summer 
like festivals and tour dates and stuff. And then as the sort of weeks approach that time, you realize that, oh God, it's happening. I'm away this oh weekend God. to my sister-in-law's wedding and I come back, which is going to take six days in, as a trip to well, get that's down a long to wedding. Bristol. Well, the wedding itself takes one day, but to get down from Egg, it's a, t- it's a long journey. And so I come back and then I'm at home for three days, time to do a quick wash. And then I'm on the road for two weeks, just over two weeks. But you'll be clean on the road. And then, well, hopefully, you've had a wash. staying in a different Premier Inn every night. Oh, this is actually your dream. So like, you say this. You love a Premier Inn and the gigs. That. I think like you're you're mostly a musician to facilitate your Premier Inn habit, as far as I can. It's an addiction. Glean. It is an addiction. Yeah, it's weird because then I'm away. I do that, and then I'm back on egg after that two weeks, and it's towards the end of July at that point, and then it's like a week okay. until Howl and Fling. And then it's oh. Howl and Fling. And then there's like other it's tour stuff happening. Oh my God, it's got me going to like the end of August. Got a really busy couple of months and it sort of coincidentally happened over the children's school holidays. Which <laughs> feeling a little bit guilty about. So the kids are coming on tour. Is that what you're saying? I mean, maybe that's what I should be saying. But <laughs> UK venues are just not accommodating. And it's actually the venue's fault. <laughs> not the venues that I'm playing, but just the venue culture in general. Please the venues come. you're playing are very lovely. Check them out when you see Pictures Trail on tour. Please come and see all the venues I'm playing. And all the venues that Martha Fion's playing, actually, I should mention that. Because she's, as you heard, Martha Fion at the top of the show, she's playing some shows later this month in London on the 15th of July as part of a Lost Map weekender that we're doing down in London at the Shackle Alarms. Please buy tickets. And then she's got shows in Aberdeen, Edinburgh and Glasgow, and I think Newcastle as well at the end of July. But Laura, is it true what they said about you? Well, only the good things. Well, they didn't say any good things. Well, in that case, my lawyers <laughs> may have to <laughs> intervene on that one. <laughs> I love that song. That's my favourite song off Martha's album. I feel bad saying that because it wasn't written by her. It was written by her friend Richard. <laughs> Pretty bad thing to say. It's a terrible thing to say. It's true what say. they say about you, you well, prick. Am I cancelled? <laughs> um... <laughs> It's a great song on an album full of great songs. Um, Richard was in the band Poor Things with Craig Angus before Craig started Savage Mansion and then became a member of Martha Fionn's band. You see, it's all linked. Everything's linked. You just got a bit of Pictish panic there thinking about the summer of festivals and touring and stuff. Pictish panic. I just don't feel prepared. It's happening quite soon. And I don't think the ticket holders are prepared either because not enough of them have actually bought tickets yet. (laughs) Yeah, they've, they've, they're like, the, the intention is there. They've manifested tickets, but the, the actual, I don't really understand manifesting. Are you, are you aware of the, the, the manifesting thing? Is this about believing something could exist? Basically. Now, and if anyone's like, oh, I manifested this for myself or whatever, and I guess you just sort of like visualise and it happens or whatever. Hmm. But I can only think of, you know how Noel Edmonds had a whole thing where he manifested, <laughs> <laughs> he like, manifested himself out of obscurity and then he manifested himself onto deal or no deal and that's sort of what deal or no deal is all about it's sort of about how he'll be like i just want to have a million pounds in the bank and an award-winning tv series and a beautiful wife that i love and he wrote it down and he put it in an envelope and then these things slowly happened and it's sort of like asking universe for stuff he fully believes in this stuff so hold on and then how did he what did he do he wrote it down in, in, in a sealed envelope 
I believe so. And then like, and so that's kind of what like Deal or No Deal is about. So it's sort of like if you, and then it became this cult and I got really obsessed with it for a while. I would like go oh, hold on, you got school sucked or whatever. In. I got totally sucked in. I, I'm going to say school because that makes me sound younger. It was probably university. <laughs> um, and I would go <laughs> and I would watch Deal or No Deal and I would get so into it because you would have the same sort of characters there over a two week period. And they'd be like, oh, come on, Dennis, I believe in you. You, you've got this, you've got this, just believe it's a 250 grand or whatever that's in the box. And then they open it, it's like, oh, it's a penny, blah, 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 like that sort of thing. But I think he really believes, and he could be true, but who knows? I don't know. I don't want to discredit him, that if you believe that it's 250 grand in there, it will be that if you manifest it. So whenever all these like online folk talk about manifesting things, I just think of Noel Edmonds. But <laughs> I'm not sure where he lives now, but if he's near the shackle where arms why don't you manifest noel edmonds right and then maybe he can help manifest everyone to get their manifest dreams to come to stop saying the word manifest (laughs) (laughs) are we manifest manifesto i've been thinking about since you've been saying it so much i've been thinking maybe we mean edmonds just just start a (laughs) manifestival sounds a bit sexist it does doesn't it but look if you if you build it, they will come. You got to believe in it that it could well, Mr. exist. Mr. Blobby, play. I'm there. If Blobby's there, then self esteem might be there, right? They've Ooh. got. They've, they're pretty. Tight. I mean, I mean, I don't know. Is Heat Magazine still going? We should definitely start a couple rumor. Oh, they've been seen canoodling. <laughs> I wonder if it's Edmonds underneath the Blobby outfit now. Oh, don't ruin it. <laughs> not seen don't him for a while. You've not seen him for a while. He, that's all he's got left. He's a big self-esteem fan. He manifested himself a TV deal, then lost the nation's hearts with his terrible dyed beard and also his like sort of anti-BBC, just anti-corporation stuff. I mean, actually, maybe he's quite right on. Anti-anti. His anti-anti stuff. I do like watching men in their 50s and 60s having uh, nervous breakdowns. Oh, what do you think yours is going to (laughs) be? It's round the corner, isn't it? It's not far off. I'm not yet 42, so it's, uh, it's a good while off yet. Okay. Yep. Well, that was a lovely story about Noel Edmonds. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? It's made me think, though, about hopefully there'll be people listening to this podcast who will then, you know, manifest tickets with cash. Do it. Do it with cash. I'm writing that on an envelope for you right now, Johnny. I'm, I'm manifesting their dreams, and their dreams are cash-based, <laughs> quite within their grasp, achievable goals. Please buy tickets. Please buy tickets. Buy tickets. For all the Postmap Club members, this month will be receiving their newsletter. And in it, there's some news about Lost Map hitting oh, a certain tax threshold. <laughs> I went off a month. I think the newsletter this month is not is not quite as juicy, maybe. This, as... Is, this is your breakdown. This is your meltdown. <laughs> You're just lucky that it's not happening live on the BBC or... <laughs> On Twitter, like people have to subscribe to get this breakdown. And I highly recommend, if you're not already a Postmap subscriber, you should definitely sign up just to see Johnny slowly deteriorate just, mentally. But it's over paper. It's like old school. Maybe digitally, I suppose, as well. Quoting Catholic hymns, <laughs> bits of math. I've got it's into wonderful. this habit of like quoting the Eucharistic prayer. Back just in the to- habit nice at any opportunity and i think it's out of a sort of feeling of desperation and subservience to hmrc (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Glory to God in the highest and peace to his people on earth. Lord God, heavenly King, almighty being with the Father, you on earth are the most high. You on Anyway, I've forgotten some of it. Though So many years in Mass and I've just forgotten the entire Eucharistic prayer. Mm. Anyway, if you're wondering what the hell's going on, you can read all about it in the latest newsletter that goes out to all Postmap Club members. Hi on. Here we go. Johnny? Drum roll. What the? Here we go. Yes. Holy Eucharist. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's Postmap Club. Postmap Club. Postmap Club. Postmap Club. It's a very nice club. Early in the morning. Just as day is dawning. Victor's trail is talking. Postmap Club is a way to get new music from us every month, either through your door or straight to your digital inbox. Every month we send our club members two, sometimes three, postcards. These postcards feature unique artwork and contain download codes linking you to the new releases from the label. Postmap members get access to exclusive sessions, a monthly newsletter from Pictures Trail, as Hi, we've already discussed. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. Exclusive merchandise and a reusable discount code that gives you 15% off anything in our web shop and 10% off anything in our band camp. The club is also the new home of a residency project, Visitations. Visitations. Where we invite artists to spend a week writing and recording on egg. Postback club members can get access to recent releases from the likes of Alaya Enyo, Makeness and Emma Koopa. When you sign up, you get a bumper pack of postcards, including this month's postcards, last month's postcards, <gasps> most recent series of visitations, <gasps> along with a membership badge. There's Oof. currently three tiers of membership, starting at just £3 a month. All three tiers get exactly the same stuff. The only difference is if you pay more, ha, you get a slightly bigger badge. Yeah. <laughs> we have an annual gift membership option as well as digital-only subscriptions. Postmap Club is a nice way for you to support what we're doing as a label and allows our artists to take chances and try new things out. If you enjoy the podcast, thank you. If you like the music, thank you. Thank you. And you want to hear more, then join the club. If you'd like more info on how to become a member or if you would like to give the gift of Postmap all year round, then you can find out more by going to lostmap.com forward slash club. That's lostmap.com forward slash club. Amen. Amen. Perfect there, Laura. And an incredible bit of postmap club banter there. Brilliant. Yes, please do sign up to Postmap Club. It'd be very much appreciated, particularly as we're going through some interesting tax moments at the moment. If you are an existing subscriber and wish to upgrade, that would also be really nice. Just plop me an email and I'll let you know how to do it. Yeah, oh yeah, you'll get if you upgrade, you'll get a bigger badge. That's right. You're not just getting the satisfaction of helping a very, very DIY label out in their hour of need, but you're also, you know, you're going to get a fucking big badge. Yeah, everyone's going to know that you're paying the big bucks. That's all I'm saying. It's kind of like what the Twitter blue tick has become. Oh no, don't read it. (laughs) (laughs) Except Except you kind of want it. Yeah. So it's not like the, the Twitter blue tick. But if enough people do want it, then we can get the badge in the shape of the Twitter blue. Anyway, just please subscribe to Postmap Club. 
In this month's mail out, we've got three postcards for you. The first of which is by our good friends, the Edinburgh electropop duo Gloria and Callum, aka Maranta, who have recorded a brand new single. They just got in touch with me about this a few weeks ago, and it's a track called Carbon Copy. And they were commissioned to write this bit of music for Edinburgh's Hidden Door Festival as part of a video installation piece. And yeah. It was running throughout the entire festival and they had this great track and they didn't know what to do with it. And they said, oh, should we do something with this? I was like, I know just the place. Come with me to the land of Postmap. We'll we'll release it on Postmap Club is basically what's happened. Let's just play a clip of the song. That was Carbon Copy by Maranta, which is part of this month's Postmap Club. It also comes with an exclusive mix. It comes with a secret link on the postcard. Shit. Is that what you're trying to say? No, it's just like secret. Oh, sh- oh right. Sorry. Yeah. Shit. Sh- a secret link to... Shitting good. <laughs> Shitting good. It comes with a, <laughs> a secret link that takes you to a shittingly good, shittingly good exclusive mix that Maranta have made, the Microsteria mix. Microsteria, of course, being the name of their club night that they run in Edinburgh at Summerhall. And they've done this mix. It's over an hour long. It's properly banging. So many good tunes. In fact, there's one tune that was by an artist who they had play the first Microsteria. It's an artist called Jock Fox. And he's got another project called Coolant. C-O-O-L-A-N-T and there's a track that they've got as part of their mix called David Flanagan's Kawasaki Ninja. It's banging. It's absolutely, (laughs) it's shittingly good. (laughs) Uh, So that's in this month's Postmap Club mail out. Also in this month's Postmap Club mail out is the single Travel Trouble by the Walthamstow-based band Fire Stations. I was about to say happy hardcore band because it just seems like a really funny thing to say. <laughs> the Walthamstow based happy hardcore act fire stations. <laughs> Whenever I want to try and think of shoegaze, the word happy hardcore comes into my head instead. And they're unhappy two completely hardcore. unhappy hardcore. Unhappy slowcore. Yes. There we go. Miserable slowcore. <laughs> Miserable because they're having travel trouble. They certainly oh, have. Bloody hell. I just want to get to... Hackney Wick or whatever. It's all the same in London, isn't it? I have no idea where anywhere is. I don't know. Is that near oh, Walthamstow? I just want to get to Harrods. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Oh, I'm stuck in this traffic. I just want, I've just left my home in Walthamstone. I just want to get to Madame Tussauds. <laughs> I just want to see the Queen again before I forget her face. <laughs> oh, yes, because she's still in Tussauds, is she? I don't know. I, I assume so. so. Uh, they haven't melted her down yet, have they? Do you live in London? Have you been to Tussauds? I think if you die, you should yet? get melted. They should get well, rid should of the, the yeah <laughs> the wax model. Should be sacrificed anyway. Travel trouble by fire stations is <laughs> included as part of this month's Postmap Club mailout, and is a single taken from their forthcoming album Thick Terrain, which is out on July fourteenth. There's a whole bunch of shows that the band are playing as well. Well, actually, I can think of two, but I'll tell you about those two whole shows. Bunch of two. <laughs> the whole bunch of two shows that we will inform you about straight after this next segment, which <gasps> Return of the Gasp. <laughs> oh my God. It's an interview with three members of Fire Stations. The three members being Mike, Laura, and Mike, uh, Mike Laura, and Martin. <laughs> Mike, Laura, and Mike again. Mike, Laura, and Mike, and Martin. <laughs> and they tell us all about the making of well they all tell us all about their lives in fire stations and the making of the brand new album Thick Terrain here they are we won't crack those smiles this time we'll just leave ourselves wide open Hello, I'm Laura. We are Fire Stations. Who are you? I am Mike. I'm Martin. Hello. There's two others that aren't here, Tom and Neil. We are currently in Walthamstow in North East London in our flat. And what have you been up to today? I've been on strike fighting the power. What have you been up to? I have been fighting the power in my own way by learning how to play Buckets of Rain by Bob Dylan in open E tuning with some pretty tricky finger picking. Whilst working from home. Whilst also working very hard from home. <laughs> yes. Well, we rehearsed last night and then I had my big show on Six Music last night. I was a bit cloudy. Ooh. Uh, the Freak Zone playlist. So I've just been reposting that all day and walking my little dog. Ah. Uh, That's what I've been doing. Lovely. Well done. Where's the joy? Mike and I have been making music together for a really long time and Fire Stations kind of emerged really from the ashes of an old band, Dark Captain, Light Captain, and then has evolved since. We've had a few lineup changes over the years, but um, our current lineup is the three of us. Tom, who plays drums, Neil, who plays bass and viola, and recently our dear friend Giles, who used to play bass, has moved up north, so he's no longer with us um, in the band, but... Um, we're pretty solid. I think it's sounding pretty solid. We miss Giles, but see you, Giles. <laughs> no, we miss Giles. But um, we self-released our first record, Never Closer, way back in 2014, yeah, I think. I think so. Then we met Lost Map, who kindly put out the year dot. And then during the pandemic, we released quite a lot of stuff. We did Dream Home, which was an experimental 77-minute long song on where it's at, where, you're, where you are. Um, and then we also did Automatic Tendencies, which was a three-piece 
EP series with like expanded merch collections and strange objects that mixed up with my art practice and we got friends to do covers and remixes and things it was a bit like more experimental and very fun and then the new record that's coming out on the 14th of July is Thick Terrain and yeah we're very excited about that. We've gone back to basics. Back to basics getting to the roots of it. I guess the thing that ties it together is you know somewhat obviously by my songwriting and the main songwriter in the band and it's always had the kind of focus of typically songs written in the third person i've always had trouble with confessional sort of songwritery stuff i always wanted to kind of take it into a more conceptual place sing with an idea in mind hiding your truth hiding my truth behind um layers layers of, <laughs> of deception <laughs> and subterfuge yeah and I feel like it's tightened up over the years, my, my kind of process. I guess I've been doing it for about 20 years, give or take, and it's tightened up. My, my songwriting has, I think, improved through the, those times, just through the experience of doing it more and more. I know what I like, I suppose, these days. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> know what I like. I know what I like. I've got a yes, no, and a maybe folder. Diff three different folders. There's lots of stuff in the no folder. <laughs> uh, there's a little bit of stuff in the yes folder and a little bit of stuff in the maybe folder. So it's, it's quite hard to critical and discerning. That's what I, that's all, your words, not mine. Um, in the so. pandemic, I think the process shifted a bit. I feel like you two collaborated quite a lot. We did. Yes. That was really welcome at the time, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. We did lots of co-production and I brought some of my own sort of electronic stuff in a bit more um, and that's back around on the new record hasn't it there's quite yeah a bit, a bit. i'm playing some synths and things like that on it but live i just play guitar yeah i think we've kind of come out of that slightly more experimental time that we had during the pandemic and it's always nice to try different things at different times so this is much more of a kind of like concise 10 track album i feel like after focused. the pandemic we were focused, like indeed. keen to get stuck in weren't we like we rehearsed really hard and we were just yeah, like, like to be just more excited to be back together again after kind of the shake up of how we were working remotely for that time. So I feel like it's just been a bit of an explosion of crack on this recent record. Yeah, it's felt quite intuitive. I think I don't think we've overthought it. It's just felt very yeah, crack on sort of thing for what that phrase. So the well, new we, album, yeah. We went to Otterhead Studios near Rugby. Our friend, our friend Oscar runs Otterhead and it was Ellis that helped us a lot as well, who was absolutely on it, on the desk. And we were excited that we were the band that came in just before N-Dubs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, it was very fun. There was quite a lot of experimenting in the studio and I think because we were so well rehearsed, we just got cracking and it was, it sounded pretty great straight away, really. But there, it meant there was lots of time to play around as well. 
and also to do all the vocals and do some extra bits that we hadn't anticipated before we went. So that was really nice. Yeah, I mean, it's the first time where we've come away from the recording session, which was only four days with everything, really, which Pretty much. which which was great for me because normally I come home and it drags on for months. I can, <laughs> I, I can be, could be, I could be um, accused of being a perfectionist um, when it comes to like recording vocals and stuff at home. So it was nice to have everything in the bag, so to speak. And then we mm. just got on with it. So it was much yeah. easier to do the vocals there. Yeah. Less distractions and like it felt more focused. And I think we got better performances as a result of that. Yeah. Um, and things like there was a piano there. All the equipment is amazing. You know, we've been there before, but it was much more sort of focused this time, I think. And as a result, I personally had a lot more fun doing it, I think. Yeah, it was good. We'll stay inside for this one. Travel Trouble, that is a song which is a kind of, it's quite typical of my songwriting in some ways and other ways not, like it's quite a political song, but it's sort of again, layered. So it's got stuff about the mundanity of just travel issues, mundane issues within this country, and then kind of against commuting, the commuting and things like that in London, which can be a real pain in the bum, but you know, against the kind of migrant crisis that's happening in the Mediterranean and in the channel and everything at the moment and the government response to it that we have in this country, which is uh, woeful and completely on the wrong footing, I think. So it's, it's kind of got that political backdrop as well. And it's, it's fun to sing that one, isn't it? It came out yeah. on the World Refugee Day. It did. Yeah. Yeah. And that's exactly what the song's about. So that felt like a nice bit of synchronicity. Refugees welcome. The song Hillcrest Static, it was originally called River Underground and when Mike wrote that one and the lyrics for that one, there was quite a lot of synchronicity between the words that you wrote and an art project that I was doing at the time with my friend Philip for the Quinton Blake Centre for illustration. It was all about the new river, but as part of the research for the project, I was looking at underground rivers in London and trying to like follow the path of the fleet and the Walbrook and just trying to imagine the city 500 years ago, really, and how much it's changed. But it's not called River Underground anymore. It's called Hillcrest Static because we live on a hill and there's an underground river here, which we only found out about last year because there was a massive flood. So that was a surprise. It's nice to kind of imagine, I think, the kind of <clears throat> what is underneath a city. It's quite a sort of fantastical thing that you get in your head, like everything that was before is still there. 
And so like the white noise of a river that you maybe hear in the distance through, mm. through a drain, maybe in on the road, it's still kind of there. And it was written when you did that project, which was also just after the pandemic, spent a lot of time at home dreaming about other places, you know, sort of mysterious places. And I think that's yeah. actually where the title Thick Terrain, which is the name of the record, I think that's where it came from, because it's quite a lot of the thinking behind that phrase, Thick Terrain, is about landscapes or places that you can't access, whether real life places or introspective places that you can't access. Mm. like personal terrain i think that song captures what the title of the record's about as well yeah so, i remember standing next to a drain like with the zoom recorder like you could see the river fleet like under the drain and i was just recording it <laughs> <laughs> i think it was a fat bird it's a fat bird <laughs> <laughs> oh the sweet sound of the fat bird sludging along Stillness is the last song on the album and it originally was like a really sludgy 13 minute grunge fest. It was really fun to record and we like did a few takes of it just because we were having so much fun. It's not as long as that on the record. Don't worry. I think it's like seven and a half minutes or something. It just evolves. It, it was really immersive to record it and hopefully that's the experience that people get from listening to it too. It's not that still. It's quite chunky. But I think it comes from a place of stillness, like your idea for it was still, wasn't it? Yeah, so it kind of starts with the words, a cipher coming in, echo on the line. And it's kind of like, how it's very hard to find personal stillness, you know, having attempted meditation and things like that. You know, you're, there's always noise in your head that's quite hard to escape from. So it's kind of like a bit of a personal prayer, asking for some more of that and stillness. And like hyperion as well. Mm. Like those moments that you talk about that, like how sometimes things just seem really weirdly real. Yeah. I mean, there's that time that was kind of inspired a bit of the, the lyrical content as well, which was when I was in Norwich on a bus in the city centre, looking at a cathedral against a kind of very vivid blue sky. I like the idea of hyper real because it's not surreal. It's not based in kind of otherworldly stuff. It's something that's like so present that you cannot escape it and it kind of roots you mm. in the moment and i think that's part of what uh, meditation and that kind of idea of that we're talk talking about in the song that's kind of what we're going for and it's very noisy at the end of the song but yeah something about that noise blocks and, it out there and, i think yeah like we went to see a band recently in brighton called nod who are absolutely brilliant if you don't know them check them out but it's so loud like ear bleedingly loud and really chunky and really repetitive it sort of felt like meditation Mm. Like the gig was so unstill, but it is still because you can't think. Yeah. It's quite, it's quite nice. I got like watching Boris. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not Johnson, <laughs> the band Boris. I think that's an absolute banger. And we might play that at the Shacklewell Arms if you happen to be in London on the 15th of July, which also happens to be my birthday. So if you're coming, do you bring me a present? <laughs> but no, we're going to play that, I think. And we're going to have jelly. Out. Um, yes, they can be jelly. The album art for Thick Terrain has a spoonful of jelly on the cover, which kind of mirrors the line of a mountain. I collaborated with our really good friends, 
Chin, who actually used to play the drums for us, Keila Tornero and Emma Tornero. So they have an amazing collage, uh, playful way of making images. So they made this beautiful like jelly mountain and we worked together on it, very fun. So yeah, there might be jelly, but it needs to be like massive, like a mountain. So I don't know if I've got a fridge big enough, but come <laughs> to the gig and you can have some massive bits of jelly. Playing in Bristol? Yes. Portsmouth? Yes. Yes. Am I just going to say them all? Cambridge? Yes. Manchester? Yes. Uh, Bedford? Maybe? Maybe. That could be a really good one. Come to Bedford. Uh, Scotland? Glasgow? Glasgow, yeah. Maybe Edinburgh too. Edinburgh. On tour, basically. On tour. On tour. September, October. There's going to be t shirts, there's going to be jelly, there's going to be. Carnage. Yeah. I don't know, it's going to be stillness. Stillness. It's going to be activity. Yeah. And actually, we're probably going to release an EP around the time of the tour. I think it's going to be called Stillness, and it'll be expanding on this idea of noise to block everything out and maximum calm. Yeah, and I think that links with the thing that we've done in the past as well, sonic healing immersion therapy. Yes. More um, of that, I think. Yes. Yeah, more, more of that. More totally improvised music recorded in a studio. Maybe. Yeah, that's really fun. Like we, we really like improvising to images that people send in. And during the last release, Automatic Tendencies, people sent us pictures that they'd drawn from their dreams. And we basically projected the drawings that they'd emailed over and then jammed along to the drawings to offer sonic guidance to the wisdom that the dream offered. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
That was Travel Trouble by Fire Stations. It's taken from their brand new album, Thick Terrain, which is out on Friday, July 14th. And yeah, lovely to hear from Mike, Laura and Martin there. Thank you for taking the time to answer all our very, very deep questions about your existence, about why you made the album, about who you are as people. Thanks. Nice to hear from them. And exciting. I'm excited to see them play like i'm trying to think the last time i actually saw them play it might have been pre-covid was it the lexington gig the lexington gig yes there was like a christmas one wasn't there in 2019 yeah because they did a east 17 cover because that's the neighborhood they're all from i assume (laughs) stay now bit early for christmas chat isn't it sorry i'll maybe we should get them to record that what a great song there's more great songs on their brand new album, Thick Terrain, which, yeah, is out on the 14th of July. Yeah, I'm excited to see them play live because we're doing a show together. We're playing in York at the Crescent on Wednesday, the 12th of July. I have it on good authority that the copies of the album will be available at that show in advance of its full, uh, in advance of its official Ooh. release. Are we a bootleg? <laughs> a little bootleg, yeah. The band aren't selling it. It's just some <laughs> CDRs. <laughs> no, it'll be on vinyl. And you'll be able to get it at that show. And you'll also be able to purchase a copy from the band themselves on Saturday, the 15th of July, Laura's birthday. Other Laura, not, not Laura. you. Other Laura. No, no, not mine. At the Shackwell Arms in London, part of our Lost in London weekender. And yes, we're plugging it again. Please buy tickets for that show. Buy a ticket and also get Laura a gift. This Laura and <laughs> the other Laura. You get me a gift as well. Why not? I love gifts. Yeah, do come to that show. Picked his trail, me, solo. I'll be playing a solo set at the top of that show at the Shackwell Arms. We've got a performance from Fell. Martha Fion, who you heard at the top of the show, will be doing a very intimate performance as well. And Fire Stations will be headlining the, the night as a sort of album launch. But just before Fire Stations hit the stage, we'll have the debut performance from the collective supergroup Lost Map Presents Weird Wave which I feel like we chatted about quite a lot on various episodes of the podcast already. We have. But what I was thinking, being your debut gig, Mm. do you think you can get the crowd to do like a weird Mexican wave or something? Audience interaction is something I've not properly thought about yet. I'm still Mm -hmm. trying to work out how we're going to do the songs. Spoiler, we've not had a single rehearsal yet. But look, it's not that sort of band you'll find out when you come to the show. Please come to the show. Ramshackle well arms. Nice. What would be a weird Mexican wave? I mean, Mexican waves are already quite weird. The thing is, because we've, we've not sold many tickets so far, there's going to be a lot of room. <laughs> so you can you can do Go a Mexican wild. wave, do a fucking cartwheel. Yeah. Fill up the do space. Do like a, the worm or whatever on the floor. <laughs> Although the floor in the Shackwell Arms, it's a lovely establishment. I wouldn't be doing the worm on the floor. Oh, okay. They've got a lot of melted down waxworks on the floor there. <laughs> Writhe around in the remnants of the queens. (laughs) Yeah, excited to say that uh, as part of this month's Postmap Club, one of the postcards is the debut single from Lost Map Presents Weird Wave, the supergroup featuring myself, Kate Canaveral, Bart from Eagle Owl, Craig from Savage Mansion, Suze and Ian from Tough Love, Stroke Susan Bear, and Leaf and Robin from LT Leaf. Oh God, I remembered everyone. Done. So I was good. waiting for you just to forget someone and then feel really bad. Kevin! <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, 
will be performing at that thing and I hope you enjoy this tune it's like a nine and a half minute this month's podcast might seem a little bit sparse on news and gossip and it's because we've it's not because we've got nothing prepared it's because (laughs) it's because this tune is nine and a half minutes long and instead of just playing a clip we thought we'd play the entire thing put on a cuppa put on two why not go wild in fact, oh, maybe wild. don't have a cup in your hand because it is quite a dancey one. You might spill it and scald yourself. Oh, yeah. Health don't and safety first. It is an absolute banger, though, this tune. And it's quite weird to say that objectively about a tune that I've been involved in. <laughs> but, yeah, it was part of a recording that we did over a week on the Isle of Egg at the beginning of March in the Glebe Hostel. We set up all of our equipment, and on the second night, we had been writing and recording all day, and we just decided to start playing it wasn't even so much of a jam because i hate that word but it just we started playing and just this thing happened and then the next day we decided just to record it as we could remember it from the previous night and yeah nine and a half minutes later the tune was done and uh yeah very proud of it very pleased and excited for you all to hear it this song we'd like to dedicate to our good friend john stockdyke a very dear pal of ours and a very loyal Lost Map supporter and member of Post Map Club. John sadly passed away quite recently and our hearts go out to his partner Wendy. The pair of them would be at so many of our shows. They were a constant presence at so many Lost Map shows and yeah, saw him quite recently at the Lost Map Under Gaia show and spent many times staying at their place down in Brighton. They had a place there and they put on shows for us in Brighton as well. They were just so accommodating and lovely. And John will be very much missed. Um, So yeah, sending our love to Wendy and sending our love to all of you Lost Map podcast listeners. I'll sign off to today's show just now. I've been picked as trail. Thank you to Laura Doherty. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. And thank you to Joe Cormack for his production work. Yeah, enjoy. This next tune, Lost Map presents Weird Wave. It's the track called Astral Difficulties, Weird Wave. 